Good morning and happy Wednesday, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. How you guys doing? Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this cast. Thank you so very much for being a part of just, just the conversation. Um, I do my best to provide an experience, but again, um, it doesn't always work out in real time like it does in my mind. Hmm, you know, I think there's a little disconnect there. <laughs> um, as you guys know, um, that is typical. Sometimes you have something in your mind and it doesn't come to fruition. But we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, how are you guys doing out there? There's been a lot going on since the last time we met. I mean, election everything, right? There's been that. Um, oh my gosh, Alec, Alec Trebek, my heart. I mean, I just, I think I just found out about Bill Withers too this year. Um, Alec Trebek, uh, for the game show host of Jeopardy. How many of you guys had just turned on the knob and just remember hearing the music or you play it when, or you hum it when someone's thinking of an answer or, or something it's ingrained in the fabric of us growing up and his voice. Oh my gosh. But I, but I know, shoot, it's just like, man, if we didn't, if we don't have reminders of what it's like to be mortal and to take next steps or to do the best we can when we have a chance. I don't know what will remind us of that. Because again, Jeopardy will not have been Jeopardy if he hadn't taken the chances that he had. And it, and actually, he had a really amazing quote that I'm going to try to dig up and get on this show for you guys. Uh, because I think it's really golden and it is solid. And it's, and it's one of the reasons why... Uh, the midweek must was created. So yeah, let me try to get that up for you guys. And then of course, I want to talk about Bill Withers. Yes, you know him when you're shopping in the grocery store or you're doing something or you're out. To, uh, uh, maybe you're at a bar if you're old enough and you're drinking or you're and you hear. <clears throat> let me get my voice right. No sunshine when she's gone. Sorry, it's not even deep enough. <laughs> But yes, you hear the song everywhere. There's been a million covers done on the song. And yes, Dears Bill Weather. I mean, back in March, who knew? I certainly did not know. I was at a dinner with some friends a couple of weeks ago and they had brought it up. And I'm like, what? You know, so again, I... I just, uh, you know, it is just becoming very, very real for me, even at my age that, you know, we're not guaranteed anything. Um, and, and I just hate talking about loss so much as I like to talk about gain, but I think in order to be able to experience gain, 
you have to endure loss and please be mindful of the words that I said in order to experience gains, you have to endure loss. Um, and so what do I mean? Let's break that down real quick because we don't have a lot of time and I know you guys have busy things to do. This is not a busy pop in time for the midweek muscle because people are busy trying to get their lives together. And so I don't want to spend a lot of time, uh, clogging up your airwaves, uh, with something you can't use. So here, check this out. Experiencing gains is just the consequence of having the glory, having the, the, I did it moment, having that experience where the chemicals are released in your brain. You're just having such a high because you have you're, you're, you're in your winning season or you're in a winning period in your life, or you're in a zone where you have won consecutively and you feel it and it feels darn good, but it only can feel that darn good. If you endure when you're losing, that means when you're sticking it out, even if you feel like you're losing. And so that kind of is a great segue into, uh, what I, what I want to talk to us about today is like, what do you guys do? Um, when your plan isn't working, you know, here at the midweek muscle, we talk about like, man, map it out, make a plan, do your thing. But have you guys noticed if you've been with me for a while, you know, you've, you've seen the picture pop up and it says what design shifting, what does that even mean? Last season, I talked all about the roadmap to 2020 and here 2020 gets here and it the design has completely shifted for how we function, how we operate, how we do things, what's been canceled. I mean, so much has been stripped from us in this season that we don't, you know, I don't know if I should be jumping at an opportunity or not because I'm scared, right? And so um, I think there's so many I think there's so many good reasons to have a little bit of fear in your heart or to operate with a little caution right now. But, but good good people, I will say that there, I think we have to be real with ourselves when our current setup is not working or when the plan that I had is not going to serve me or my family in the way that I desired it to. You know, I have outside of doing the midweek muscle and speaking, I have one-on-ones with people of different age ranges. And listen, when I, when I speak to them, I've walked people through some devastating defeats this year, but it's also interesting to know how those very same people have picked up in other areas. And so again, it's okay If a plan no longer serves you, the issue is you have to be real when it's not. I can't say that I want to turn around and and do this grand thing, but not be putting any effort towards it. I can't say I want to go out and do this thing and not even have had the conversations to turn it into capital. I cannot say I want to go out and do these things if let's be real. If my communication is jacked up and I'm quick to go off or I'm quick to be, um, dismissive or, or unassuming or assuming at that point, 
good people, all I'm, all I'm here to say is if a plan isn't working and you're being real, that that plan isn't working, it's time to pivot. We hear that in the entrepreneurship community all the time, pivot. It doesn't mean that the, the, the solution is scrapped. The thing that you want to do is scrapped. How you get there though, might be the thing that changes. Does that make sense? It may not mean that the dream is completely scrapped. How you deliver on that dream might be different. Maybe you thought it would be through you, but maybe it will be through someone else close to you. And you're, you're by all means, you're handing down, you're facilitating, you're, you're helping the process. And without you, the process wouldn't be there. Maybe you thought it'd be through you, but maybe the idea will flow through you for you to be support to someone else. You know, I, when I, when I talk about that in that way, uh, some people are like, what? I'm like, there, there can only be one LeBron James. There's going to be others that come after him that will be absolutely great. There are others right there with him now that are absolutely great, but they are them and he is him. And let me tell you something. If you're meant to be the LeBron, it won't miss you. If you're meant to be around the somebody to be supportive of LeBron, it's, it's up to you to understand that sometimes I have to get out of the way to let them shine, but be supportive for them because without me, they still wouldn't be um the, not they would still be who they are, but without me, the process may still not go if I were still into me. Does that make sense? So again, maybe I have to take a step aside and find out who the process can work through and I'd be supportive if my current plan isn't working. And I know that's a lot and, and I wish I had visuals. Uh, maybe I could do like a video visual or something of how that works or a grid for all of my visual learners out there. That would be so cool. Um, but I really just getting to the point here where y'all, there's some really smart people right now that are in some really lame situations. And I do believe of blooming where you're planted. I do believe in that. If you can't be someplace different right now, then do the best you can where you are right now. I do believe in that. But it's amazing the things that you'll hang on to when you're scared. People will hang on to dangerous toxic, potentially even abusive or damaging situations because I'm operating more from the fear in my heart than operating from the places where I know I'm destined to go. And again, if I set out on a route that says I'm scared, but I'm going to try it. If I fail or if the plan isn't working, guess what else is happening? I'm learning how not to do it and I'm learning how to pivot because again, it's not, it's not that the thing may change, how I get there might change, you know, in entrepreneurship world, they said the whole thing might change, but that's okay. You're still on the journey. And I'm like, wait, what? Again, that's how new ideas come in. That's how new concepts come in. That's how new people get invited into your life. And of course, you have to use discernment on what that looks like for you and your setup and your family. Uh, But again, good people, sometimes it's okay to scrap a plan. Good grief. Sometimes it's okay to shift the design. Sometimes it's okay to let go and allow the, the the bigger entity in your life or the, the greater foundation in your life, God, uh, whatever that meditation practice is that you use to do the work so you can go out and do the work. 
See, sometimes I think that things are being prepared for us in our losses just as much they're being prepared for us in our wins. In order for you to endure the losses, you have to be learning as you're losing. If not, you're going to keep losing, right? You're going to keep making the same mistake over and over again. But if you can endure that and you can learn from that, you will be in a winning season. But the problem is we got to let go of fear and not operate from that place of fear and operate from a place of, okay, I can be cautious right now because that's what, that's what the season requires me to be. But I am not going to hang on to this because I'm scared. I have to let go and have some decent conversations with myself before I start charging out to other people. Because when you talk to other people before you have the conversation with yourself, sounds like gossip. So again, be real with yourself and then map it out or remap it out and map it out as many times as you need to in order for you to feel comfortable with steps you can take. You know, I think this is a good time to hear uh, that quote from Alex Trebek. So let me, let me dig it up. All right, good people. I cannot find the clip. And so that leaves me in a place where I'm paraphrasing and I don't always do paraphrasing the best justice. So here we go. Um, essentially I saw a clip with Alex Trebek that talked about how he got started with Jeopardy and how he went from, it, it, he was introduced to gaming shows, uh, I guess, well before I was born and, <laughs> and he was from Canada. And so <clears throat> he always had a knack for like trivia and quiz games. Uh, and so he did the best that he could. And so essentially what all that he was saying is that each phase that you go through is preparing you for the best and biggest job of your life. And, and what you decide to do in the moments of when you feel like it's not going to go or when you feel like it's not going to be for you. If you've been doing the work and you've been preparing, you will be ready for when that big job meets you or when that big opportunity comes your way. And again, I'm paraphrasing because I can't get the quote down. Um, but I, I think that was so powerful for me uh, because think about all the things that we've done up until this point have not been erased because we're in this new season or because we've had to shift this year, but rather the way that we approach it will look different and the way that we approach things moving forward will look different. So now's the time to say, listen, 2020, I guess is a bonus year for you to get all your ducks in order. Maybe you've been at home a little longer than you thought you would. Maybe you've been, um, maybe you've been on the fence about if your job is still going to make it come next year. Maybe you've been on the fence of keeping your kids home or taking your kids back. I will tell you that the current operation that what, that I'm operating in, uh, with, with my son home here with me and me producing content and me trying to do all these different things, I realize that I cannot be everything to everyone. And so I even have to make shifts and changes so I can level set with myself about what real looks like and how that can transform our houses. And again, uh, or transform our lives, because again, even though it's working for now, we definitely have to pivot because the setup is not is also not working for him. He's doing the best he can under the circumstances, but he needs different. 
And it doesn't mean I'm a bad mom. It doesn't mean that my household is not prepared for remote learning. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that we have to shift what we once thought was going to be the best thing for us. And we have to shift how we get there. And we have to actually utilize what's available so we don't have to jump through so many hurdles and hoops and stress ourselves out. So again, if the plan isn't working, it's okay to be real with yourself and make the change or have the conversation first so you can start having the right conversations with the right parties to help support that change. And again, I'm not saying just rip it off like a bandaid and go do something wild and crazy and jeopardize your whole household and your family and and yourself and all those things. No, that's not the best approach. (laughs) But a really good approach is be real with yourself about what's working and what's not and where you intend to go. And if you're actually making steps towards getting there, Or if it's holding you back because you're hanging on to something that doesn't serve you. That's all I have for you guys today, good people. I know it's short, sweet, and spicy, but that's the goal. That's the goal. Hey, listen, um, thank you. If you've made it this far, you've made it to the entire end of the podcast. Thank you so much. That's the entire episode. I, I thank you. I love you for the time, the effort, and the support. Hey, we don't want to be hoarders of a good word. If you know someone that could use this message, can you send them to the, can you send this to them for me, please? That would be so kind of you. But if you're like, nah, this isn't for me. Thank you. But no, thank you. Hey, do you know someone in your life who you're not really vibing with right now that could use this? Maybe accidentally drop it in. Maybe intentionally and accidentally drop that link to listen in on their page or on their in their text feed or something. You know what I'm saying. We could all use a good word. But anyways, I thank you guys. Hit me up, social media, at The Midweek Muscle. Uh, you can also hit me up uh, via email, jz at themidweekmuscle.com. I thank you. I love you. And I tip my hat off to everything that you're doing to sustain and everything that you're doing to make it through, to endure this entire design shift. I thank you and I love you. And I'll talk to you guys later. I'll see you guys this time next week, hopefully much earlier than where we are today, because guess what? When a plan isn't working, you got to do some things different. And that means me too. All right. And I'll talk to you guys later. And as always, let's have a good week or a great week. And as always, let's go.